truck and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show live and on demand on the Blaze Radio TV and Podcast Network. Todd and Aaron are here. Say hello to them. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Excellent. Are you? Good. I say Good. hello. I'm Sean Spicer. <laughs> Come on, guys. I wore this shirt to troll you. No one said a word. We're no dogs. one busted my chops for wearing this shirt. That's a dude code violation. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. Yes, it is. No, we just determined a couple no, no, months no, no. ago that it's a dude code violation to notice what another dude is wearing and then comment on it. Unless he's wearing a shirt that makes it look like he's about to audition for the Trans Olympics. All right. Then you step in for his own good. See, this was a test. This is, oh. you know, this is like, you know, when corporations have secret shoppers to test the customer service skills of their own employees. I wore this shirt specifically to test you, to make sure that the dude code was still, we, we, we had this huge rant yesterday about consequences, right? I even wrote a column today for The Blaze about the need for consequences. I specifically wore this shirt. I have wore this shirt one other time in my life, and it was for the Ted Cruz presidential campaign debate prep before the last debate in Iowa when we had just killed Trump in the previous debate, and he was looking for any excuse not to show up to the last one. And we were on the phone with him trying to figure out ways to get him to get him to come, get him to provoke them. And Jeff Rose calling, Corey Lewandowski trying to, you know, come to the debate, you know. And we were getting hammered by uh, Trump's friends at Fox and others for dropping the whole New York values line. And I walked in with this shirt and a sport coat and a tie. And one of my best buddies in politics, Jason Johnson, senior strategist of the Cruz campaign, looks at me and said, that shirt screams New York values. All right, now that is how you honor the dude code. Yes, I should have never worn a shirt like this. And he called me out within five minutes. The fact I've been walking around here for the last 15, 20 minutes, waiting. I mean, I've, I've even loitered. I even, you know, I even, did you notice I spent a few extra minutes sitting here before I went to do my pre-show prayer time in the back corner stall of the men's room, waiting, testing, giving you guys every opportunity to do what should be done, which is look at me and say, what in the Sam Hill are you wearing? Well, All this right? is what, how our modern politics are ruining us because you're getting up in the morning and actually your first thought apparently is... How am I going to mess with the guys today with my wardrobe? <laughs> and I, I actually, you did walk in and I kind of had the moment when I opened up my mouth, but then I see, and the camera can't see it. You're still wearing your traditional Michigan basketball yeah, shorts. Sh- yeah, shorts which, and sweats underneath this year round. Cause we're only on the camera from the, from the torso up. So, so I saw the shirt, but then I saw that, which is totally you. And I just didn't have the energy. I was like, yeah, it's, I had to move on. Wow. Aaron, what is your excuse? He's old. What's yours? Um, well, th- there's a couple of questions that are begged here with this particular um, with this particular episode. Uh, one is, since we're talking about it, uh, and and you broached it, uh, why in the Sam Held did you 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 get that shirt to begin with? Uh, that's one question. Uh, the fair uh, the shot. Other, yes. The other question is, um, if this is such an egregious dude code violation for Todd and I to bring this up, then. What does that say about you that we just thought that this was totally in character for you? Now that's how it's done. That you know what? I've trained you well, Padawan. You reversed the premise and used it against me there at the end. Beautifully played. 
absolutely yes. That's a mic drop. Yes. And uh, and of course, you began with uh, a surly pejorative put down. That's you and I um, will have a we will have an employee employer consult shortly after the program. Just uh, you and I one on one. But essentially, I'm, I'll give you a, a spoiler alert. It's basically going to be be more like him. That's essentially what it's going to be. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Wednesdays are the new Fridays for me. Yeah. Yes, Wednesday is now Aaron's day. Yeah. Yeah. Friday is your day, but. I get it that that's your one day you're good, but I, I'm going to need a little bit more, less suck than that. All right. I think that's only fair. Says the guy in that shirt. See, now we're getting somewhere. Now that I poked well, the bear po- a little bit. You yeah? pushed me there. Yeah. I shouldn't have to push you there. I mean, I should have walked in and this just should have just said, kick me the minute I walked in with this. Well, this, okay. I'm going to, this, this is, is this you entering a new old age? I mean, this is like, 75 year old man shake his fist at the cloud kind of stuff I, i'm comfortable with this if this no, I'm is not like, there yet but that's you're a going good point. permanently here that's a good point like if this was like if i was 10 years older and i like and i just started busting stuff like this out just to you know flip the bird to everybody for yeah. whatever reason that's true okay but um frankly i'm a little offended that you think i might be at that point already um and well you're the one who put the shirt would on blame you though that's that's good <laughs> That's very good. All right. You know what? It's so good. I'm going to toss it to you right here. Here's Aaron's rundown with what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by solitary confinement. Maxine Waters tweets, I'm calling on the GOP to stop Trump's filthy talk of whistleblowers being spies and using mob language, implying they should be killed. Impeachment is not good enough for Trump. He needs to be imprisoned and placed in solitary confinement. But for now, impeachment is the imperative. Kamala Harris said this about Trump's Twitter account. Frankly, when you look at what he's been tweeting today, directed at the whistleblower, um, directed at, at so many people, uh, you know, I, I frankly think that based on this and all we've seen him do before, including ta- attacking members of Congress, that he frankly should be, his Twitter account should be suspended. In other words, don't worry, everything is still stupid. Moving on, North Korea purportedly launched projectiles towards its eastern sea this morning, possibly from a submarine. This would mark the first time the North Koreans have used submarines for testing its missile program. This is all according to Japanese and South Korean military intelligence. Protesters in Hong Kong continue to clash with the military. For the first time since the protests began, police shot a demonstrator who was only 18 years old with a live bullet. The condition of the protester is not known. Meanwhile, in America... Tennessee High School senior is giving the title Homecoming Queen a whole new meaning. Brandon Allen, who is gay, accepted the school's gender-neutral title of Homecoming Royalty while wearing a tiara and a gold sequin gown. Hillary Clinton continued her media blitz when she was asked this on Good Morning America. We're about out of time, but can I ask you, what's the gutsiest thing you've ever done? Ah, boy, I think the gutsiest thing I ever done, well personally make the decision to stay in my marriage. Facebook has made the decision to exempt opinion and satire from its fact-checking feature. This comes after outlets like the Babylon Bee have had their content smeared as being fake news, even when it was obviously satire. Speaking of Facebook, its CEO Mark Zuckerberg had audio of a company-wide question-and-answer session leaked where he had some interesting comments about a potential Elizabeth Warren presidency. Like Elizabeth Warren thinks that the right answer is to break up the companies, um, you know, I mean, if she gets elected president, then I would, I would bet that we will have a legal challenge, and I would bet that we will win the legal challenge. That's not, like, the position that you want to be in when you're 
You know, I mean, it's like we we care about our country and like want to work with our government to do good things. And um, but but look, at the end of the day, if someone's going to try to threaten something that existential, you go to the mat and you fight. Kanye West has made even more headlines than usual recently in the run-up to his next album titled Jesus is King, a Kanye West Experience. Lyrics to some of the songs on the new album reportedly blast Hollywood as being run by Satan and praises Chick-fil-A. Learning Spanish today, today's phrase is, when did Kanye West become a Baptist? Cuando se convirtió Kanye West en Bautista. The director of the new Joker movie spoke out recently about cancel culture. Todd Phillips told Vanity Fair, quote, Go try and be funny nowadays with this woke culture. There were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why, because all of the bleeping funny guys are like, bleep this bleep, because I don't want to offend you. It's hard to argue with 30 million people on Twitter. You just can't do it, right? So you just go, I'm out. And finally, electric car manufacturer Tesla has been on the butt end of many headlines recently, and I just can't understand why with such innovative features such as Smart Summon, where a car will automatically navigate a parking lot to drive to you without anybody inside it. Oh, my God. And that's what happened while we were away. Aaron's Montage brought to you by our friends at Home Title Lock. Be careful if you're like me right now. I'm getting inundated. I, I Allegedly, I'm on every do not call list. All right. But I saw a headline this morning that said, in 2018, Americans spent more on taxation and government fees than they did food and shelter. And that was a year that the allegedly limited government anti-tax party had total control of the federal government at the same time. All right. So apparently the same people running the Republican Party are running those do not call lists because I'm on all of them and I keep getting the calls. All right. Well, if, if that's you and you've got voicemails and stuff all the time, robocalls offering you credit cards, uh, you know, HELOCs, second mortgages, et cetera, be very very careful because the vast majority of those are scammers, people looking to pick up your personal information so they can use it against you later. And even if you have identity theft protection so they can't take out a PayPal account or a credit card in your name, what they now have is what you use to identify yourself online. So they go online where our home mortgages and titles are kept. They sign in as you with your info, make it look like you sold your home to them. They then cash in on all of your equity, all of your hard-earned investment, and they stick you with the late payment notices, maybe even a foreclosure notice. This is why you want to make sure you protect your most important investment with Home Title Lock. Pennies a day. They put a virtual barrier around your home's title. In fact, they're offering 60 risk-free days of protection right now, two full months. So basically between now and the end of the year, all right? 60 risk-free days of protection for you at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. To Aaron's montage we go. Um, We're going to talk about Mark Zuckerberg's comments about Elizabeth Warren. Should she win the presidency? Uh, We're going to talk about that in the overtime today. Uh, By the way, Don Jr. was out on Twitter last night saying it was time uh, to break up the tech giants. So I'm not sure if we're looking at a Trump-Warren presidential race. I'm, I'm not sure either of those outcomes would be particularly good for the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world. 
But but it, it does go in line with a story. CNBC had a story late last week. We just didn't have time to get to it with uh, with Democrat CEOs on Wall Street warning the party that if you nominate uh, Elizabeth Warren, we either are sitting out or voting for Trump. So, you know, we have talked before about how corporate America is all in for the most part. Uh, the progressives within corporate America, and there's more of them than ever before, we should say, are all in for the most part on America's, uh, you know, slouch towards uh, Guevara. But now they're saying maybe not. Is that a bluff? Are they really willing to abandon their religion for uh, the bottom line? We'll talk about that today in the overtime if you're a Blaze TV subscriber. If not, blazetv.com slash days is how you can become one at a reduced price, a discount. That's what we call that in English using my name as the promo code blazetv.com slash days. All right, elsewhere in Aaron's montage. Um. I've had some dumb takes over the years. The take I had a few months ago that Kamala Harris could very well be their best candidate and the only one with the balls it takes and the craven opportunism it takes to do what must be done if you're a Democrat, how you have to gut Donald Trump based on her one shining moment against Joe Biden, okay, in the first debate. That's her... That's her strawberry alarm clock, her Kaja Goo Goo, her Aha. Okay, that's her. That was that was her Dexy's Midnight Runners. Should I give you any more one one hit wonders? Okay, that was that was that was her one hit wonder. That was it right there. All right, and the idea that she was going to be that candidate is among the dumbest takes I have had in my entire career. Well, we all shared that to varying degrees, and I think Todd and I might have something to do with maybe uh, encouraging you that in that dumb take. Yeah, well, well, you know what, though? It, regardless, dumb. Dumb. In fact, to describe this, you got to go to an, a band that had more than one hit. All right, this is a Run DMC song. Dumb girl. Dumb, dumb, da-dumb, dumb, dumb. I mean, that, that's, this is sad to watch. I mean, this is Beta or Work called and said that Beta or Work's uh, yeah. posting that Where's, Jonah Hill gif. Yeah. All right. I mean, if if your more if your effort to resurrect your political corpse is a level of desperation that Eric Swellwell realized I need to drop out of this because I am down to one third of a testicle here. All right. And and Beta or Work hasn't thought of it yet. And your idea of trying to resurrect your political corpse is sending open letters to Twitter CEO to ban Trump from Twitter, where he gives you most of your best opposition research, by the way. Yes, please stop giving Trump access to this stuff that probably hurts him in his presidency more than anything else. Uh, I mean, uh, you know what? I'm just going to we're going to pretend that that never happened. All right. You know, it was a summer fling and, uh, you know, um, we're just going to, it's the fall now. We're back in school and it's time to get serious and we're just going to move on and pretend that we never had that take. All in favor. Oh, I, I came over the top on you. I mean, I yeah. said she'd cut you, you know, yesterday. And you tie this with yesterday when she said. I'm cutting myself watching yeah, her right now. And yes. she said, just leave poor Joe alone. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have time to even get to that. Yes. But on top of that too, that's your prosecutorial standard. Just leave poor Joe alone. I, I, I'm. We will never speak of this amongst ourselves. It's been okay. weird. All right, ever again. It's agreed. Agreed. All right, moving on. Um, let me say this about that Hillary Clinton clip. 
if, if she had ever demonstrated that level of self-awareness, now it didn't last long. Okay. But, it, but if she had demonstrated for any, a long period of time, that level of self-awareness, what's the gustiest thing you ever did with your daughter sitting right next to you on a personal level, staying in my marriage, would she be president of the United States today? I think the answer might be yes. You uh you really, I don't I don't know I I, I, I mean totally is that get the did, premise but did, did, I mean we're only she's we're still talking Hillary seven, Clinton we're talking seventy eight he's still Donald Trump we're talking seventy eight thousand votes over three states All right if 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 she had demonstrated the slightest bit of humility about her past um a little bit of humanity on any level I mean I, get I can't stand the woman the ground she walks on irritates me. But I'm a human being. When I heard her say that, you heard my reaction here in the studio because I've not seen that mm-hmm. clip yet. I was like, whoa. Even me. I mean, I, she's provided me show content my entire career. And even I uh, was, was a little bit taken aback by that level of self-awareness. I mean, I, 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 I don't know how, if you're any kind of a human being, if you're not built into a partisan lather, why you don't look at a moment like that and feel a little bit of empathy. She had a, she had a potential reservoir there she could have tapped into and never really did. If it had come earlier, but it comes now. So the that's only question too. I keep yeah. asking is, what's her angle? I'm like Tony Stark in the first Avengers movie a, that, when he's yes. talking about yeah. um, uh, uh, his secrets have secrets. And wh- why now? <laughs> yeah. Why then? Right. Yeah, I just, I just don't that, trust but that's it. That's why it struck me as it seemed, I mean, this is a woman, you get the sense she counts the steps to the women, the ladies room mm-hmm. when she walks into a building. Everything is so calculated, right? Did that not seem a rare moment of like an actual person there? The way that she threw that in from an aside, a topic that she really has rarely wanted to address, you know, since she became much of a public figure as a senator and, and then a presidential candidate, that's what seemed odd about it, is it seemed as if it was not Hillary Clinton. It seemed like that might have been an actual woman wronged named Hillary who had an honest moment with herself for a moment. For a moment. And then the, and then the moment's gone. See, I'm, so, I'm more comfortable with Hillary wielding lies. All of a sudden, she yeah. wants to wield the well, truth. Well, that's your I don't default know what to, to gamble that. on yeah. that trend. Yeah. I, I can't fault you for that. It's paid off a lot. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a hundred percenter. I'm just saying, look, can we at least agree on this? That was a, it's a different way than she's lied in the past. Is, can we agree on that? Yeah. Yes. What's that's next? A far, that's far less calculating of a way of lying than she has lied in the past. What's next? All those people you think uh, we uh, buried six feet under? Yeah, here's, here's my list. I mean, how honest is this going to get? Right. Who's the reporter there, by the way? I, who was it? I, I don't know. I'm forgot. just saying, is that a name we need to remember for later on? I mean, if we're given where you're going, right? <laughs> oh how dare you ask me a question like that all right samantha guthrie uh, mysteriously disappears uh in three months <laughs> when gosh, the clinton when the, the clinton body count thing when that trends on twitter what? Yes. this is why you woke I'm up in. this morning and said i'm, I'm here for this shirts to mess with the guys because that's yeah there's more solid food there. Yeah, when, 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 when Clinton body count is treading on Twitter, I'm here for this. I'm here for it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, where else are we going to? We have to talk about Todd Phillips, the Joker director. Now, this is fascinating because if you look at 
if you look at the way this film is being marketed even a month or two ago, and we talked about it here on the show, the Joker film that comes out this weekend, it, it surely looked like this film was being marketed with the Joker as almost an Antifa-like antihero. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father, as a Trumpian sort of figure. And the city is so overrun by the, the this this white privileged 1% that uh, now they're, you know, extraordinary, extreme, violent even measures are necessary when the system collapses. Was that not the vibe that the second trailer to this, the first trailer we all thought was brilliant because it looked like what we thought if they did this movie right, it should look like. You're going to just watch a singular descent into madness, mm-hmm. right? The second trailer was clearly a political statement the way it was edited. I don't, I don't know how you could take it as anything but that anybody disagree with we that? Were, we were very right. concerned. And in fact, that was kind of, I was, I was tapped out. I'm, I'm, I, I just, no, I don't, I don't need to see the, I don't need to see the villain who essentially the comic book world rewrote the rules of what was acceptable content to display amongst the bad guys. I don't need to see that guy now re re retconned, you know, in our postmodern age as, as mis, as a misunderstood, uh, yep. you know, a hero who just, you know, and, if, and this is what happens when you don't get your own MSNBC show. Okay. You just can't, you can't stop descending into the mouth of madness. Right. Okay. This is joy Williams. If she didn't have to ever be on the air, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not interested, but thank you. But his commentary in recent days has me wondering we don't believe that there, there's any such thing as 4D chess, right? We don't, that's our official show Correct. position still. Okay. So I don't believe this is any kind of a counter marketing campaign. Especially when you're saying things like this to Vanity Fair. Um, but what's your take? Because I, I, I'm kind of in now. I'm kind of interested again now. What do you think, Todd? Well, Occam's Razor. I think it would... I, you, you say that about 4D chess, and I agree. It would be, it would be fascinating that the way this keeps toggling back and forth. If there was some sort of Andy Kaufman esque, you know, like some sort of berserker marketing that was always intention yeah. to keep people. Yep. Uh, but that's not Occam's uh, razor. The likelihood is that there's still people around who listen. This this movie still may very well have that anti-Trump. Uh, you. You society created the Joker, therefore you are somewhat responsible for it. While simultaneously being like this, this anti Dave Chappelle, anti uh, the other Bill Burr thing, right? It is you. There's still people out there who wear both of those hats at the same time. Sure. I think that's the simplest, most likely answer that this guy is straddling that fence. He's not. He he just he hates. The, the crazy, well, he, uh, Bill Maher, he's that. I could see that. He's Bill Maher. I could see that. I think that's a reasonable conclusion. What do you think, Todd? Or Aaron, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to see this movie regardless, um, you know, uh, of what it looked like it was going to be, just because I was kind of curious about, you know, what this backstory, what they were going to do with this backstory. And I, I went in, you know, I will go in anticipating, uh, you know, low expectations, high aspirations, that type of thing. But definitely hearing um, hearing this director say what he's saying about and specifically calling out woke culture or wokeness. Yeah, um, that's that's a little bit different to me. That shows that he has a little bit more eyes to see. I mean, that's a direct hit. That's a direct hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a few more eyes to see than I think. Um, I think actually, Todd, that Bill Maher thing is a good 
is kind of a good comparison in, in some in some ways because Bill Maher has directly called out woke culture as he well. He called it out this past week and yep. he went mm-hmm. after the victimology of yeah. white progressives claiming that they're actually worse off than so the disadvantage not, they stand for. Yeah, right. this is not just a passive-aggressive Steve Carell saying, I don't think the office would work nowadays. This is a direct yeah. Uh, yeah. assessment of where we're at. I mean, you say it to them on the, one of their own platforms and you, you drop their own. I mean, you're literally saying, hey, I'm talking about you. I'm, 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 I've got you squarely in my, in my crosshairs when I say that. So that is interesting. And, 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 it, and what's driving him could be to do what Aaron described is exactly what you said. All right. Um, but here's what I want to talk about in a few minutes. So no Daniel this week. Uh, he's gone this week. Um, the segment we would normally have, Daniel, I want to make sure we are fully aware that this is not simply a one-sided thing. Because I, I posted something on my Facebook wall the other day. That, and, and I put a, 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 you know, a caption with the link to indicate what my intent of posting it was. But then to see the amount of triggering that went on in the comment section with people largely disregarding my explicitly worded reason why I posted this and instead creating their own view or their own version of, of a woke culture, if you will, of a cancel culture, if you will. And, and I, I want to make sure we don't forget You're not going to out-cult these leftists. That, that path is never going to win this. Never. At best, you'll get mutually assured destruction, where you both will so cancel out any amount of critical thinking, um, you guys are literally just going to be arguing with each other over this corpse once known as the United States of America. Last one out, turn out the lights. And, and if I can draw this on my Facebook page, where I have, where my following does not officially grow, right? We're, we've, we've literally had like eight people in four years or something, okay? It's some crazy number low, right? So my following on, on Facebook doesn't grow. And my t- content that we put out, even when we're not provoking people, it's not necessarily geared to attract this level of cultic response. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's not... We don't produce a lot of content for people that are, that, are, that are that myopic. And so if I can put something out, and with my meager Facebook following, and I'm already in, I'm kind of established as a person you don't go to to get your idol petted for you. You don't rub your belly for you. I'm not here to touch your monkey. This isn't sprockets. If I can attract this, I can't even imagine then what, what goes on in a lot of other Facebook pages and comments section within conservative media. Oh, you can imagine it, which is why you put your disclaimer on there in the first place. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that here in just a few minutes. All right. Before we do, though, if you're struggling with your weight loss goals, and this time it's not because of the lack of activity, this time you're getting serious about uh, raising that metabolic level, getting more active, and that's good. But still, a lot of the majority of, of your success here is going to be what you're eating, uh, particularly how much of it you are eating. 
right? And that's where Riduzone comes in. You know, our bodies were made to conserve and crave calories because it's only been a recent development in human history that food was considered readily available, convenient for the masses. All right, so when you're trying to cut back now and suddenly, you know, you still have those same urges, what do you do? Willpower only takes you so far. Thankfully, there is a molecule your creator put in the body for such an event. It's called OEA. It just sends a signal from your belly to your brain to let the brain know when it's full and it's time for the brain now to do its thing. Unfortunately, it's a little bit like when you first start exercising after being sedentary for so many years, the muscle memory is kind of lost. Same thing kind of goes with your OEA when you're now suddenly taking it seriously, your portion sizes. That's where Riduzone comes in. All it is is a boost of your OEA. It's not loaded with any chemicals, additives, preservatives, stimulants, caffeine. That's why it's FDA accepted, vegan-friendly, gluten-free. It's just a boost of OEA with more OEA. If you want to see if this is what's missing for you to hit your weight loss goals, right now use my name, Steve, as a promo code to get 30% off a three-month supply. 30% off a three-month supply, promo code Steve, when you go to riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E for riduzone.com. So when we come back, uh, there's some shibboleths that uh, we got to smash. And we will do that on this show, regardless of what jersey you're wearing. All right. We have a zero tolerance policy for your shibboleths. And we'll explain more on this here in a moment. Stay tuned. If you want to take advantage of plunging mortgage rates and a booming economy to take advantage also of uh, a currently booming real estate market before you go all in, make sure you've got a real estate agent that you can trust. Somebody that has been fully nationally vetted before they're listed here in this database because they've got a proven track record, keyword there, proven track record of success. Someone whose marketing plan has proven Again, keyword proven uh, to have a little bit more detail to it than what do you think of another open house no one will come to this Sunday. Uh, and then someone who has proven, again, that's the key word once more, proven to know what the phrase professional courtesy means. They return your calls when they tell you, hey, I'm going to do my best unless I've got a, a really extreme situation to give you at least a 30 minute or so heads up before I bring a buyer over at the last minute. And this is the third time. Uh, that uh, that that you know they've broken that promise to you. You know what? Don't play any games here. All right. Uh, instead, play to win. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. It's different from other referral services, which are really about helping agents finding clients. This is about finding a client, uh, an agent worthy of having you for their client. All right. Just go to the website realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 888-900-3393 is the number. Steve at stevedace.com. That's how you can email the program. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. And the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. So earlier this week on Facebook, I posted something from the Babylon Bee. And I did not expect what was going to happen in my comment section to occur. And... Maybe I should have. And maybe, again, I'm giving some people too much credit. Okay? So there's a, there's a piece that Babylon Bee put out. And again, what, what, kind, of a, what kind of a website is this, gentlemen? What, what is it? 
satire <clears throat> parody satire. funny yeah. right right i mean is it and we've been laughing at lefties for fact checking them and having to take their headlines seriously and feel like they have to fat right we've been doing it's that it's been an on- ongoing much. trope yeah right you know one of the one of the things that uh, it's been it's been fascinating watching our buddy billy hallowell over at uh, who's he with now um uh, pure flicks pure flicks thank you and it, it, he is tweeting some of the stuff i was tweeting several years ago where you go through the stages of acceptance okay that some of what you have been fighting against is a, is is also permeated and dumbing down and um, numbing the senses of the people you have been aligning with to push back on what you're fighting against. <laughs> right? He's nicer than you, so he just yes. kind of dealt with it longer. Yeah, yes. Um, I finally, you know, and this crushed me when I when I when I had to accept this. It crushed me. And I was pretty disillusioned, almost to the point of walking away from this. Like, I, I just, I can't do it. I can't. I'm going to get thee to a nunnery. And then, and then it was like someone showed me the way that I could just make fun of and crush all of these people, regardless of what team they're on. Because if you're stupid, you deserve it. And it's for your own good, really. So and that was your natural state anyway. So yeah. you arrived. So yeah, that's right. So I, I it, so I, I, it was a quick recovery. <laughs> when, it was a long descent into disillusionment, but the minute that realization hit, the recovery was much faster. All right, and thus we're still here. Okay, I don't know that Billy will ever be able to recover in such a way because, as you said, he is nicer than me, and I just I can't see him realizing his calling is the crushing of of dumb. But I. I've accepted it full-throated. I just want you to know. <laughs> it was a tough ask. But I said, you know what? I guess if there's no one else to do the job, right? <laughs> Here I am, Lord. Send, Send me. me. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So the Babylon Bee is satire. It's not real news, guys. This is going to hurt. They've got, they've, and they have a, one of their parodies they put out. And they have pushed some stuff out that I'm like, as much as I want, because they'll put stuff out there that not even I would say, because they do that. People are not ready for this. Yeah. Because they're like, even, because even I am like, mm. even, even I'm like, no, okay. There's some things of theirs I won't share. And it's because they go places I, I think are too far that I want to work there one day when I grow up. All right. And we have talked a lot about why the left hates them so much. And one of the points I made that I, I see, I, 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 a lot of it is they, how, how, how the, the devil hates to be laughed at. Okay. I've quoted this before. There's an old Irish Catholic saying what the devil hates the most is to be mocked. And they do that brilliantly. But it's, I think it's more than that. It's, it's more than that because they do it in a way that doesn't, leave open the back door or the it's like a it's like an offensive line in football you can win on the strong side at the point of attack but if i don't seal the back door go back and watch the film of wisconsin and michigan you're going to see this a lot michigan leaves the back door open wisconsin gets into the back door tackle for loss over and over and over again okay you 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 can't leave a swinging gate there because if you allow yourself to be labeled as not self-aware and as a hypocrite, 
you'll still get a lot of clicks playing to your native crowd. But what the Babylon Bee wants to do is they want to have a transcendent impact. And so if your goal is pure clickbait, then don't be self-aware. If your goal is pure clickbait, don't worry about hypocrisy. Don't keep score, right? Okay, yeah, just, you know, pick on the team, the folks wearing the other jersey and just, just roll with it, okay? But if you want to have a transcendent impact, you won't be able to do it that way. And you have to be willing to sacrifice some of your own, my, you know, your own myopics uh, in order to try to win over some people not wearing your jersey who aren't totally given over to the spirit of the age yet. And that's the path that the Babylon Bee has chosen. And why did they choose that path? Because that's the narrow gate. That's the, that's the path that they represent. That's the Christian worldview. That's what it does. It says, you know, the king has a banquet. And he says, you know, this banquet was really reserved from the people that I thought were the true believers and with me all along. But now that the time for them to show is not here, you know, then I'm still going to have my banquet. So I guess we'll just invite the people that are willing to come. And that's, that's the path of the Babylon Bee. They, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you talk to everybody that works there, a lot of their beliefs and, and principles are pretty aligned with most of what you see on a Blaze TV. They, would, they probably would prefer to be, just, to be afforded the luxury of taking singular shots. But when your goal is transcendence, you, are, you can't help but wield a double-edged sword. You're going to have to take out some of your own myopics. And that's what makes them devastatingly effective. They don't leave an easy, an easy place for them to be attacked. So that when they do deconstruct leftist canards, there's not an obvious, but Hillary, but Trump. There, there's, there's nowhere that you can easily point to to de- diminish their credibility. Take, in, take, for example, something they put out the other day, and I shared this on Facebook, and it's a headline, Evangelical Leaders Ask Trump Which One of Them Will Betray Him? during impeachment proceedings. And, it's, and, and they've, they've photoshopped Da Vinci's The Last Supper with a whole bunch of evangelical leaders and Trump sitting in the Christ seat. This is brilliant. It's also devastating. Because the point of this is that, and I don't even know who a couple of these people are. I recognize that's Robert Jeffress in here. You know, I don't know who the guy on the far left is. Is that actually is that, that James McDonald? No, that's um, oh, he's the guy who sells. Uh, I think. Oh, he, that's he, Jim Baker. Oh, yeah. Wow, he did get old. Okay. Yeah. And I see Paula White in there. Paul okay. Well, Jeffress, yep. White, Graham. So these are. This is this is a pointing out that Trump has largely been surrounded by evangelical shills, people that aren't taking their role their commandment with the Great Commission to mentor and disciple him seriously, but rather they're, they're, they're shills for him. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, right. And I put this, here's what I wrote. This is why the Babylon Bee is so dangerous to leftists and in their crosshairs. It's not just how devastatingly effective it deconstructs leftist canards, but it refuses to bow to any partisan idolatry and skewers all sacred cows. Thus, it also doesn't expose itself to obvious hypocrisy that would discredit its commentary on the left. 
what transpired in the comment section after this post is another reminder. If you cannot support Donald Trump or any Republican without becoming a groupie, get out of this arena. This is not your place. By the way, that's true of if you can't support your favorite team without being a groupie, get out. You know, suddenly, you know what? Hey, we had a wife beater on the coaching staff, but we went to the we won the playoff with him. So, no, no, get out, get out. Now, did I say you had to abandon your team because you had one bad assistant coach? Is that what I said you had to do? No, no. Did I did I say you had to? You couldn't. You have to surrender the country to leftists because Donald Trump's not a good person. Is that what I said? No. No. What did I say? If you can't do this without drawing any distinctions. Without, you know, who draws this multiple choice question? And Aaron, you must answer this one. Okay. Who draws distinctions? A, children. B, adults. B. B. If you cannot do this without being an adult, get out. You are, you, you are not opposing that which you claim. You're on their team. Do you know who's trying to raise up non-critical thinkers? Non-distinction drawers? Progressive cultists. Progressive cultists star. If you would like to retreat to your own cultic Maginot line opposite them, they're totally okay with it. Because just like the historical Maginot line, you will be actually no defense against the army. They'll just go right around you and be doing, they'll be dancing the jig there at the Champs-Élysées here in about six months. Cultic Maginot lines have no pushback ability on cults on the march. Cult times cult equals what? Cult. Cult. Idolater times idolater equals what? Bigger, shinier. Yeah. Idol. Just as zero times zero is what? Zero. People talked about this was a this was sacrilegious. That it was that this was a, this was mocking God. Uh, da Vinci painted this like fourteen hundred years after the time of Christ, guys. Okay, it's a painting. It's not like the historical representation, folks. And you understand that the implication is that you're saying, if I do anything to mock Donald Trump, I'm mocking God. Here's your sign. Flip it over. You'll notice an appendage. Well, one, actually, and you deserve it. Um, that has no chance against what we're up against. None. In fact, it's a byproduct of it. You will be no threat to these leftists. None. At best, you'll be the grist for the mill. You'll, you'll, you'll be out there with your cultic conviction as they run you over. You'll get run over first. You'll be a speed bump. If you want to beat lies, you have to have the truth. If you want to beat a bad ideology, you need a better one. If you want to beat a bad theology, you need a good one. If you want to beat bad values, you need superior ones. But I, I mean, I was, I, maybe I shouldn't have been. But it was another reminder that we, can't, we just simply can't take for granted people and if you want to if you want to know those of you who are clinging to critical thinking on the right if you want to know why more and more outlets out there are abandoning that notion i mean 
if if my relatively meager Facebook following, we have 106 some odd thousand Facebook followers, which sounds like a lot to you, but in, in the grand scheme of things, especially given the size platform we're on, is nothing, really, nothing. And Facebook claims we've literally, I think it's 53 is the actual number of Facebook likes we've added in like three years, right, Aaron? We we did that, or we did the math. 53. Yeah, somewhere in there, okay? So if me with a stagnant, irrelevant Facebook following in the grand scheme of things, and I don't, I don't push out content nor, or purposely create content to attract this sort of dialogue and audience in the first place. In fact, I think I was the very first show that labeled this Trump cult during the last primary. One of the guys wrote, well, I've, I've been defending Republicans like this since Reagan in the 80s. All you did was just tell me you have been a shibboleth polisher for 40 damn years and you're proudly proclaiming it? You thought, you thought hey, I love Ronald Reagan, man. Love him. I, I don't worship him. I said this to Michael Reagan once to his face on the air. He once said to me in an interview, I, I get up every morning asking myself, what would Ronald Reagan do? I'm like, I loved your dad, but I don't worship him. I don't do that. So when Reagan signed the biggest amnesty in American history that turned California into the tar pit we see today, you defended that? You thought that was great. Yeah, let's do more of it. Really? He didn't do anything you disliked, anything you disagreed with at all? You're in a cult then. You're in a cult. Might as well have written Sun Young Moon in instead of voting for Reagan then. This is another reminder to us not to go soft in this area, but it's also going to be a reminder to you that we aren't. There is never an amount of existential threat the American left is that as long as there is a live mic or any form of a platform in my face, I'm going to tolerate this level of idolatry and not punish it with maximum prejudice at every opportunity I get because that will do us in even faster than the leftists will. Because if we abandon all form of critical thinking, that's the antidote to this, guys. Letting the lion out of its cage is the antidote to this. If, but, if, but if you think your incessant preening for the idol of your preference is the way out, what do they usually say to people if you want to stop digging yourself a hole? What do you need to do? Put down the shovel. That's for step one. You're helping them with this. You're not, you're not I, I would argue Fox has done very little to help Trump by abandoning we report you decide for Trump TV. It's done very little to help Trump. Because now when they have a story out there that actually praises him for the good stuff he does, who, who pays attention to it? Only the people that thought he could do no wrong going in. You know, at some point, we've got to be concerned about how do we win over the people that don't agree with us? I'm not entirely sure yet on how to do that, but I can tell you how it won't happen with 100% assuredness like this. And if you're offended by what I'm saying right now, good, because you're who I'm talking about. When you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, the one that yelps is the one you hit. And if I can attract this, especially when I clearly stated what I intended for this to be, 
which was not this conversation at all. If I can attract this in my following, if you want to know why more and more on a daily basis, conservative media just abandons any form of critical thinking for cheerleading and shibboleth polishing, it's because they're looking at who their own, this is this, they're thinking that I got to respond to my audience and this is what my audience wants. It doesn't want accountability. It doesn't want critical thinking. It wants love my monkey. Now's the time on sprockets when we dance. That's what it wants. And eventually people are going to be like, I got to eat too. So even if that's not what I got into this business for, got to give the crowd what it wants when they're chanting, when they're chanting encore, don't come out and play your new stuff. Bust out stairway to heaven, man, or, or, you know, satisfaction. Don't bust out something from the steel wheel tour from 1990, you know, give them paint it black, give the audience what it wants. Well, sometimes you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find you'll get what you need. By the way, do you know whose campaign song that is? Donald Trump's. Hour two is next. Live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I'm Steve Dace. Todd Erz and Aaron McIntyre are here as well. 888-933-93 is the number to the Blaze. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. If you are listening to us today via podcast, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice, we would be very, very grateful because the more of those we get, the more of those uh, benevolent algorithms, uh, the omniscient, all-powerful algorithms, the more they uh, give us favor and help us to find more people like you. And the more people like you we find, the more likely we are to get to continue to do this for a living. And since really we're not even remotely gifted in anything else, and we're not even gifted in this. So if, if, if this is the area that we demonstrated the most quasi-giftedness in, imagine how pathetic we would be if forced to get real jobs. Don't do that, America. You know better. All right? Leave us a five-star review. And if you want to do it for us, do it for our children. Todd has four. I have three. Aaron may some may have some one day. Right? And, and some people think Aaron is still a child. So do it for the children. Hashtag FTK. Thank you. For, I, for I, the kids. I just got that. Okay. I was, I was wondering, is it okay for me to know what that means? And then I, I, I okay. Thank I you. Still Urban don't, Dictionary. I, don't, yes, I still don't God. know what yes. neighborhood strawberry is. Nor should you. Um, and you know, your, your mom will spank me if you ever find out. So don't look it up. All right. All right. Let's get to buy, sell, or hold. Brought to you by our friends over at Relief Factor. Millions of Americans are struggling with chronic pain. This is pain from inflammation in the body, but you know what? Your body was made to naturally fight back against inflammation. It just needs a little help from its friends at Relief Factor. An all-natural formula, four key natural ingredients, 100% drug-free, even though it's created by doctors. So these are medical professionals who could prescribe drugs, but realized, hey, why don't we stop treating symptoms and start helping the body to heal itself like it was intended to do. They're so confident in this product and as somebody that uses it every day, they should be. I, I can personally vouch for it. But if you don't want to take my word for it, try it for a dollar a day. That's it for three weeks. 
just to give your body a chance to see if it responds positively. If some of those aches and pains begin to go away, some of that soreness when you get up in the morning begins to go away, your activity level, you're able uh, to, to maybe move that up a notch or two because you're feeling better, moving better. Give it a shot for a dollar a day for three weeks, 20 bucks. What do you have to lose for, for 20 bucks, a buck a day, except maybe finally hopefully the pain. It's called the Starter Kit. Go get it right now at relieffactor.com. Just a dollar a day at relieffactor.com. Let's get to it. Buy, sell, or hold. It's our weekly game. Aaron plays with a little help from his friends. You in the audience uh, will be throwing out for Todd and I a series of predictions, propositions. Todd, you and I's job is to decide, are we buying that? Are we selling that? Maybe even having a good reason why. Once per show, we are permitted a hold but if it's for any reason other than this is beneath even our, uh, you know, thin dignity and mediocre intellect, then the dude code calls for you to be mocked, scorned, and perhaps after the show, even scourged. Aaron. Speaking of hashtag for the kids, we'll begin with Todd Saffel, who says Carson King is the best thing social media has ever done. This is Nearly the uh, young three, man in Iowa who yep. raised, now it's over $2 million, right? Oh, they got up to almost $3 million. Is it over $3 million, or up to $3 million now? 2.9. Okay. Yep, that's the final, that's the final total. I, I, you know what? I'm going to buy because I, you might come up with something as good, but I don't know anything better because what you did is you accomplished two, two worthy, noble goals in one. One is raising a, a crap ton of money for sick kids at the University of Iowa Hospital. But in the process, we forced some of our sane friends and neighbors who may not agree with us on a lot of political issues, but haven't lost their damn minds yet, but maybe have because they don't agree with us on issues, have been willing to look the other way and willfully or, or, or wantonly ignore or plausibly deny that this is going on on their side of the aisle. The kind of stuff that Todd Phillips, the Joker director, was speaking out about with uh, Vanity Fair before the release of the movie. <clears throat> and Carson King brought all of this out to the fore. And it's out, it's out in the open now. We, and and <clears throat> pardon me, the reporter is still talking, right? Yep. The one that got canned, mm-hmm. he's still doing interviews. Yep. So um, the bell has been rung, <laughs> as, as Lex Luthor says at the end. Uh, and what's been rung cannot be unrung. They've heard it. So they either will therefore, uh, you know, have to acknowledge this going forward or we have the ability to use this as a precedent if they don't. So if you can accomplish two noble goals, I mean, if you can, if you can make a, a, a stand for critical thinking in some form of righteousness while also doing it in a way that shows an incredible amount of compassion to those less fortunate than you, I mean, good luck topping that. Yeah, I will buy in the most general sense. Uh, <clears throat> when people... Through social media, we have to put up with all of the garbage that it provides, but it can do. It can light that spark of "Oh hell no!" Oh, I don't give a damn. You 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 see. We always talk about how Twitter is not America. That's often true, but sometimes sometimes it is. Sometimes it just it it helps common sense kicked in because of the boomerang effect if nothing else and that that's what happened here uh without uh social media i'm i'm not entirely sure that carson king wouldn't have been offed uh because there would have just been no way to 
a fight back as quickly as you could with, you know, all of a sudden with a Venmo and a sign and there's a dollar amounts there uh, and, and people doubling down and tripling down. Uh, so yeah, it's the best thing it's ever done because this is the best, this is the best that social media can do has done before. It's done it in first world countries that are under the boots of dictators. It, it can rush past the effort to choke you with the status quo. And I'm very thankful it did here. Do you guys remember back in 2012, that viral social media thing called Coney 2012? Do you remember that at all? No. You don't? No. Were you living? Uh, well, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, this was this was a huge thing, especially for millennials back in 2012. Some dude made a, a documentary about this militia and cult leader in Uganda called Joseph Kony. And oh, uh, it right. was just a huge emotional thing build up. And it was, I mean, this guy was a trash person, but it was just this ginormous viral campaign to try to catch this guy. We've got to catch this guy by 2012. And like in like a week, everybody was like, we got to get Joseph Kony. Nobody had ever heard of him before, and I don't think they ever did. Uh, it, it, the, the, the guy who started this campaign went crazy, was na- found naked pounding the cement in his, uh, in his, um, in his uh, neighborhood. And, you know, I'm just looking back at big social media viral campaigns like that, and usually they don't do anything or accomplish anything. This was just a dude with a beer sign. And he got $3 million. So, yes, in a general sense, but in a very specific sense, too. I don't think that there's uh, many, many examples of uh, things much better. Well, yesterday, social social media media. caught a guy who assaulted an old lady on the street there in New York City. Did you see that? Yeah, that kind of thing happens. Yeah, he was just walking by. They caught the guy? They caught the guy. All right. Yeah, they've even named named him. I just can't remember what his name was. That's great. Constantinos Rodidas, who sponsors but does not fund this (laughs) segment, has a two-parter. Because of Trump impeachment, Biden's campaign will actually get the reboot it desperately needs because his name will be continually invoked. Do you buy or sell that? Sell. Sell. Uh, I think NBC has a report out this morning. By the way, as much as we love Mr. Constantinos Rodidas, remember the rule here. If you're thinking of sending a double, a two-parter, Name me one double album that would not have been better as a single album. The Wall, better as a single album. The Beatles' White Album is the one exception. Pretty much every other album, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by Smashing Pumpkins, there's like six tremendous songs in that album. In other words, better as one album. Okay? So the general rule when it comes to music, if, if double albums would always be better as single albums. Secondly, two-part Buy, sell, or hold propositions would always be better as just one buy, sell, or hold proposition, okay? Now, as to this one, sell. In fact, I, I think Operation Overboard is underway. NBC has a story out this morning, breaking news. NBC is now breaking the story that Hunter Biden traveled with Joe Biden on his 2013 official state trip to China and while there met with Chinese bankers, Okay. Given the source of that report, where I think we, I think we're 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 getting to the point now, and where the left is saying, "All right, if we've got to throw another straight white male overboard to get to Donald Trump, you drive a hard bargain." Okay, but now that his polling is imploding anyway, and he's got bloodshot eyes and cannot keep a straight, coherent thought for more than a nanosecond, I guess. Joe Biden throwing him overboard will have to do. So I'm going to sell. Oh, I'm definitely selling. And if I may add on to that, uh, the, with uh, Bernie Sanders, 
not only does his health problem uh, help Elizabeth Warren, uh, it also is just a reminder, are we really going to put forward a frail 78 year they're almost the same age biden yeah this is just a reminder what what are we doing here yeah um since we sold the first part uh you're going to sell the second part so we're going to move on biscuit says top three best 80s tv shows and no uh intros i should say in no particular order cheers knight rider and the atm sell really yeah, Knight Rider with, I'm, is not a top three. I, I'm, I'm okay with Cheers being on the list. I'm okay yes. with that. You all right with that? Yes. Okay. And, and I can have a discussion about the latter. I, uh, I what can, was the last one? We uh, Yeah, Knight Rider doesn't belong No, the there. A-Team, I can have a discussion about that. I can have a discussion that. about the A-Team. Okay, I don't know that it's top three, but the, but Knight Rider, to me, that you, you and I agree, that's the disqualifier? Yes. I might You might get me on top three yes. 80s TV, um, you know, intro songs, Okay. Uh, that might be on the list, but no, it's not on the list. This is a lost art, though, because not all shows do this anymore. I mean, that used right. to be fundamental to the show, right? But I, I mean, if you're gonna get, you, you will not get a top three '80s TV show from me list that I will say yes to that doesn't have Family Ties on the list. All right, it's one of my all-time favorite shows. Um, so if, if Family Ties is not on the list, then I'm I'm a tap out, regardless about, of who the other two on the on the list are. Give me a break. That's got to be. A, yeah, you take like the good, show. you take the man. Here's know. the thing: What do you do? Great theme song, though. Yeah, that's what, what do you I'm do saying. with the Cosby Show, which was the titular show of the 1980s, the number one show of the decade. What do you do with it now? This is, well, for the record, this is the only TV show that's been mentioned in the last two minutes that I've actually seen an episode. The Cosby of. Show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. But we're talking about the theme that changed. There was just some jazz music, and then they changed. So I'm talking about the show. What do you do with that? As that's the titular show of the decade. It's the number one TV show of the 1980s. Was the Cosby Show? What do you do with it now? What I mean, dudes, well, we're going, dudes in the Pope. Just, just to be clear, we're going for a TV show intros. Oh, yes. we, we, oh, yes. those, oh, I misread it. Then my bad. It I is intros. Yes. First. Okay. Well, um, hmm. <laughs> All right. What were you talking about this whole I, okay, time? Now I'm now I was confused, Stay and then you target. confused me even more. I guess I didn't. I, I didn't see the word intros there. That one little word changes a lot. So if we're going to go with just the intros. I think I could buy that then. Aaron, what you doing this weekend while Steve pulls this over on a totally different <laughs> astral plane? <sighs> What'd you say, Ma? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Best thing so, on Twitter today. Uh, didn't they have that shirt in pumpkin spice? Yeah. <laughs> nice job. All oh. right. So if we're going to do intros, I'm in. I'm in, in on that. Yeah, I'm in. Night Rider intro? Yeah, it's a great intro. Yeah, I can't even do it now, but yeah, yeah, I'm in on it. By the way, you know what, though? Could be the, the, the greatest TV intro theme song of all time, Tales of the Gold Monkey. What? I don't even know what that you is. You remember that show? So You after- are sliding into dementia, aren't you? <laughs> what? It's happening. After the success of Raiders of the Lost Ark, ABC, ABC and CBS tried to come up with TV series that would capitalize on that kind of a genre. You know, early 20th century adventure, rogue, you know, likable rogue type, all right? And so CBS had a show called Bring Him Back Alive. That was their show. You can Google, Google all of this, right? CBS's version of that was Bring Him Back Alive. ABC's show was Tales of the Gold Monkey. And it was um, the guy who plays uh, the dad in... Um, who's the dad pastor on the 
the WB show where they had all the kids. What am I thinking of? Seven. Yep. Um, seven. And the guy, and he was Commodore Decker in Star Trek One. Yeah. Okay. He's the he's the the Harrison Ford character in this show, and the theme song for that show. I mean, because they, they really went for it. They went for the whole you know Raiders of the Lost Ark vibe. And um, they even tried to come up with a soaring score, you know, to, similar to John Williams' all-time famous theme song, okay? And so Tales of the Gold Monkey, go on YouTube and look that up, all right? It, I'm not making it up. That is, as the great prophet Snoop Dogg would say, that is faux shizzle. That's you, for real. Here's a, you remember Greatest American Hero, don't you? That's got to be in there. Believe it or not, yeah, I'm huh? walking on air. Yeah. I never thought I would feel so free, E.E., flying away on a wing in a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me, right? I still that's remember it. that. That's it. Yeah, so that's that's got to be up there too. Um, yeah, that might I, I might have to have that higher than Knight Rider. But you know what, dude? I got to give you a handicap because I totally blew your question because you know reading is fundamental here, apparently, or not. So I'm going to buy anyway. Biscuit, I give you credit for you. Just knew this was going to take Steve <laughs> on a ride. You knew it. Uh, Lori Jeffries says the Republican senators will work a deal with Trump. That he resign and allow Pence so. to become president, BTW, I think this is worst possible outcome. So. I will sell, sell and I will agree on your second statement. Yeah, I think it's far more likely the Republican senators sell Trump out. And I mean like, yeah. now I don't think the odds of that are high. Okay? They aren't. They because aren't. they aren't. But whatever you think the odds of that are occurring, they're 10,000 times higher that they will sell them out. And by the way, there will be some Republican senators that will vote to remove him. It will happen. There will, may, might be one, might be two, but there will be a couple that will. The over-under is still three, correct? You have not that, was in the house. that was in the House. That okay. was in the House. Okay. That's okay? true. That's in fact, what is more likely? Kirsten Cinema votes to for Trump to not be removed or a Republican votes for Trump to be removed? Former. Ye- I think yeah. the former is far more likely. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think yeah. that's true. You can see Susan Collins... Yeah, you know, no, her state hates Trump. Mitt Romney's a lock. Mitt, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, they got Willard, absolutely, because he's. This might be. He's still trying to figure out how do I get this office, right? Yes. All righty. Moved on to Jacob Arthur, who says Cool Modi was there the most go. underrated rapper of the late '80s and early '90s. How, how do you like, like me, me now? now? I got. I go to work. Um, you know, I, I've got to throw a little Big Daddy Kane in there. Although, um, you know. Pimping ain't easy, but it's necessary, okay? Um, but uh, Kumo D is a lot cleaner and certainly more appropriate for the sorts of content that I should be supporting now than Big Daddy Kane was back in the day. Um, but I, I could buy that, you know? I, I could... I, I think De La Soul is underrated. I think Me, Myself, and I is one of the best rap songs of the De 80s. De La Soul is from the 80s? Yeah. That's they were on uh, Feel Good Incorporated were they really? Gorillas. Yeah, that, that was back that, in that, early 2000s. Is that Deeper Shade of Soul? Yeah. That's De La Soul? Yeah. yeah uh, nice uh, pull. Well, that's, I, I am totally... Remember I Redhead can't. Kingpin, Heavy D, and I'm the to- boys? No, I'm totally unqualified. Say so to come home and watch YoMTV Raps with the other Dr. Dre and Ed Lover every day after school. <laughs> Steve Day speaks in tongues. That no one understood. What, anyway, what, back is, to this picture. Is this the rapture? What's happening? <laughs> they should have been a hot pink shirt. Yeah. I'm talking about just, watching you on TV raps every day after school. It's that shirt, man. This is our if this is this is our audition tape right now for God only knows what, but this is it right now. Yeah. First two CDs I ever bought 
when CDs first got big, first CD, two CDs I ever bought, Journey's Greatest Hits and Big Daddy Kane, it's a Big Daddy thing. I would still, at, my, at this age, with my current belief system, highly recommend Journey's Greatest Hits. By all means, do not go and purchase Big Daddy Kane. It's a Big Daddy thing. Don't, don't do that, though. That would be my other recommendation for you. Even, uh, even in a pink shirt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. E.R. Gamble says the Democratic nominee hasn't entered the race yet. Buy, sell, or hold that. Sell. Sell. Yep. yep. Sell, Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Zuckerberg's, uh, Zuckerberg's comments will keep the 20-somethings in rich from supporting Warren. Also selling. Sell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that this was my original prediction that they would get that kind of a candidate, but the, this started off and veered off into the hardcore woke brigade from day one. And I just, if, if, if a guy with Tom Steyer's money, who's got year, decades of connections with these people, has funded many of their causes, he's a true believer in their causes. All right. If, if, if he can't come in as the outsider with his cash and with his credentials and get any sort of traction at all, then I don't know where your, your Mark Bezos or your Mark Cuban, Jeff Bezos, Bob Iger kind of guy comes yeah. in and pulls it off. Zuckerberg, Bezos at all. They're not cultural icons to right. a greater, uh, to a, to a great extent at all. They're just business guys. Now, a lot of people know of them. Doesn't mean they have a whole lot of influence or pull. Yep. Todd. That's a good, ana- that's a good point. Still selling yep. them both. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rev AG says the Miami Dolphins tanking of the season will be outdone by the Cincinnati Bengals tanking of the season. No, I, I, the the Dolphins have made it clear they will not be undersold. I mean, you're trading Mika kind Fitzpatrick. Of, kind of respect that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, no, I mean the 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 Bengals still have a quarterback that started playoff games. Okay, so you know they're they're trying to get AJ Green back. No, I think the Bengals just made a terrible coaching hire. This is this is, and they've actually they were they've been pretty competitive in their last couple of road games. Well, no, they weren't competitive against the Steelers. They were competitive against uh, Seattle. And uh, and Buffalo both, they were in those games in the fourth quarter. The no, the the Dolphins are attempting to devolve to primordial ooze. This is the you're watching the Philadelphia 76ers NFL version. Yeah, Respe- hashtag respect the suck. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. They're watching what the Browns did, and yeah, a lot of those picks and stuff the Browns made didn't work out. But when you give yourself that many high draft picks, you're going to hit on a few. And if you hit on a few, doesn't matter how many you missed on. Other than that, right? The, yeah, as long as you get the quarterback right. You got to have yeah. the quarterback yep. right. You're, yep. you're right about that. Yep. Uh, Bacon says the opposite of the one who is dumbest last loses is the one who shuts the hell up the longest wins. Bye. Yeah. That's, I'll buy, that's a great point. I mean, it, it, we were just talking last hour, for example, of uh, just Kamala Harris wants Trump banned from the very vehicle that does him the most damage. And he's out there making a clown out of himself as we speak right now. I mean, if you're a Democrat, you're like, I, I, I mean, I, I want him trending every single day, every day. Because your whole strategy, unless the economy tanks, is aren't you sick of Donald Trump and isn't he a terrible person? You have no other rationale to vote for you other than Trump sucks, unless the economy tanks, right? So why in the world would you want Trump not out there accessing the vehicle that sh- where he shows his ass on a regular basis? It makes absolutely no sense. All right. So, um, yes, absolutely. What what do you think Trump's approval rating would be in six months if he did no public appearances? Sixty percent. I think it'd be up in at least at least in the low fifties. At least being being conservative. At least in the low fifties. 
This is theoretically true, but it's practically impossible. Yes, I agree. Moving on, uh, Russ Salerno says, Next year, EA Sports finally re-releases NCAA football and becomes a top-grossing sports video game of all time. Sell, that's not going to happen that fast. I just wanted to get it up there. I like when you throw it. I like when the questions the are for us and you give your answers first. This, I love that. This image of <laughs> NCAA football 20, you got to admit, that's fun to look at, even if it's fake. Yes. Here's why it's a sell. I don't think it has as much to do with the changes won't happen that fast. The bill, it, the bill that's going through Florida right now takes effect next year. Yes. This is becoming systemic. Did you see the Ohio representative who introduced legislation at a national level for this this morning? Okay, yeah. Uh, The the, the hay's out of the barn here, all right? And I think you could even see this might be the only bipartisan bill that you like that isn't robbing us blind Mm -hmm. from one of these budget sellouts that we will see between now and and the 2020 presidential election. The reason why, even if all of that comes to pass, you won't see it for next season is because PlayStation 5 is coming out next Christmas. And so, the, you know, you're, what EA is going to wait and do is, you know, they're going to want to have that game with the latest technology, the latest interfaces and all of that other and, stuff. And, and, and that's and so when you're going to see that is you're going to see it in 2021 that for yeah. that for that season when the when the PlayStation 5 has had six full months to permeate the marketplace. And conceivably, I may be in over my skis here. But conceivably, if they did release it that fast, like maybe in the next two years and the, the, the whole thing doesn't take place for another four or five years, the whole legislation doesn't take place at a national or at a federal level for four or five years, mm-hmm. I'm guessing EA could probably retroactively compensate people in the first edition of the video game. You see what I mean? Yeah. To get, a, get out ahead of it. You know what maybe they, what they also could do, too? Thinking too hard you about know, in, in fact, you know, maybe I shouldn't give them this idea to bilk us, all right? But- what I could see them doing is if this stuff comes down the pike, because it's, it, the vast majority of these players, it's going to be games like this where they're going to get any compensation for their likeness because yep. they have no other value on the open market. All right. What I could see happening is they come up with some kind of downloadable patch. If you, if you, are, if you have the older games, if you've kept them this entire time, some kind of downloadable update patch DLC packet mm-hmm. to tide you over. And and you get that if you do a pre-sale for the PlayStation 5 version when it comes out, you know, summer of 2021. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I could see some kind of a tie-in, something like that, sure. for the 2020 football season. I could see that. Todd, I want your in-depth thoughts on this conversation. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts on this conversation. <laughs> uh, all my thoughts are depressing about this conversation. It... The the fact that this is the thing that most people, the nation, is going to rush to and agree upon in a way that we can't do on anything else is an indictment that belongs on our tombstone. It's also America. America, the greatest game there is, so bring it, man. You know how many, how many times I've had people tweet to me in the last few days? They don't really care if giving if it gives me my game back <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really care that's all yeah. i care about i just want my game back you know what i'm feeling you sammy sosa style right there i'm with you it's been it's been five long grueling years yeah um moving on dueling politics says I, I was trying to capture that look that Todd just gave you. Yes. Uh, Antonio Brown approved last year. The Madden curse has crossed over into a mental health curse. 
Thus, Patrick Mahomes will lose it in transition to a woman and be declared the first female to lead her team to the Super Bowl. He's feeling me. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. It wouldn't shock me if Antonio Brown did that. No. No, it would not. Uh, he may need to do that right now. I mean, his, he's, his stock is at Kamala Harris levels currently. All right. He, he may need to do some transitioning or claims thereof, mm-hmm. but I'm going to sell. As much as I appreciate the valiant effort, though, well played. Mike says, I'm in favor of college athletes getting paid, but California didn't discover a capitalist fiber. They realized that dozens to hundreds of six, seven, and eight-figure contracts will be signed, and the state will make uh, 40% off of whatever those contracts are. California simply abandoned socialist principles to save socialists. Sell. I'm going to sell. You're right, by the way. Your analysis is correct. Your premise is flawed. You're giving them too much credit. They have not, I, I promise you, they, I, I, I've followed this story very closely the last year or two. They have not yep. taken it that, they haven't come to that conclusion. This is just about, oh no, these are black, largely black players and they're white coaches and, and can go anywhere they want and leave anytime they want. And it's not fair. This is pure, unadulterated intersectionality emotion. Yep. That's, that's what's driving them to yeah, this. Yeah, but the other side hasn't thought that deep about it either. They I just totally want their, agree with that. They just want that's, their game back. I totally agree with that. That's why, they, that's why, I've got, that's why just, we just did this show yesterday with conservatives telling me that open free markets create um, an inequality of, of, of outcomes and opportunities and black that's markets right. are superior. That's why we had to do yeah. that show yesterday. I'm with you on that. But now, eventually, California is going to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, for example, I could see... Somebody like Chip Kelly won't be Clay Helton because he's going to be out of a job. But I could see somebody like Chip Kelly, who's looking at because if, if you know this were to take effect, it'd be the junior class, kids that are juniors in high school right now. So if you're recruiting, at the, if, you, if you you want to get a hold of the recruiting class of 2023, say hey guys, come to UCLA. If, if, you know, I know you're down to UCLA and blank, but if you come to UCLA. You, you know, you can get paid for your name, image, and likeness here if somebody wants. You see what I'm saying? I could see that happening for sure. But, 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 eventually, but they'll eventually figure that part of it out. But this is purely driven on their side by intersectionality. The idea that these players, despite all of their scholarship revenue, their book revenue, their lodging revenue, um, you know, they're now given the full cost of attendance. So they're given some spending money as well. There are plenty of players who are worth far more to the university than what the university is offering them. But most of these players actually aren't. This is just driven by intersectionality for the most part. That's what I'm going to sell. We'll come back with more by Seller Hold in a moment right here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Stay tuned. So we've got some Theology Thursday coming your way on the show tomorrow. And did you know there's like an entire theology around money? In fact, if you count it up, the Bible actually addresses money or makes references to it even more more than it does salvation. It's preeminent topic. There are 783 biblical references of some kind to money. And there's a reason why for us as a country, uh, founded and inspired by uh, biblical principles, that when we had an economic system, 
we thought it was a bad idea for government to be able to borrow money, to spend more than it had, that we thought we needed to have, you know, a, a currency that was backed by something tangible, a value, as opposed to, let's just, you know, call the Xerox machine over at the Federal Reserve and say, hey, we, we need a few more copies of, of some greenbacks. Um, and, and, and why did we do these things? Because we didn't want to have a government where last year the American people spent more money on taxes and government fees than they did food and shelter. So if you want to find out how this happened to us, what we can do about it, and then how we can insulate our own wealth and productivity, what we've earned from the people that foisted these schemes on us. You want to get this free report and, uh, and CD from our friends over at SwissAmerica.com. What the Bible says about money. It's free report and CD. What the Bible says about money. You can also give them a call, 800-289-2646. That's 1-800-289-2646. If you love worldview stuff, if you're one of those people that gets, there's really no such thing as a fiscal conservative and a social conservative, but there's really just one all-encompassing worldview, Uh, that is clashing with another all-encompassing worldview here. This is right up your alley. Go to SwissAmerica.com right now, SwissAmerica.com, or give them a call at 800-289-2646. It's called What the Bible Says About Money. It's a free report and CD. Get it for free right now at SwissAmerica.com. All right, back to buy, sell, or hold. Aaron. We'll move on to Reality Chaser, who says Clemson had an off day because Mac Brown is that good of a coach, referring, of course, to North Carolina's near-monumental upset of then-number-one Clemson this weekend. I think North Carolina deserves the, 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 the lion's share of the credit. And we saw right away the, how you know, they, played, they beat South Carolina on a neutral field as a double-digit underdog, uh, turned right around and beat Miami. Um, so I, I think you're already seeing the huge strides they're making, and I want to—they I, I, deserve credit for that. I, I think Mac Brown hired a very smart staff. He basically hired guys that could coach the offense and defensive units on their own, so that he could be the figurehead, recruiter, CEO, rallying guy. Realizing at his age, he's just not the recruiting grinder he was 20 years ago when he first built the North Carolina program up. So I, 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 I'm going to buy. Now, with that aside. Clemson has shown from the beginning of the season that they lost a ton off of last year's team. And it's not just even that all-time great defensive line. They had a lot of guys transfer out, things of that nature, which typically happens when you've won a a couple of Super Bowls. We see this in the NFL as well. All of a sudden, the guy who was fine being the nickelback is like, man, I can go somewhere else and get this other contract and be their number one corner and get $10 Same thing happened to Clemson. You know, guys like Shaq Lawson and some other guys were like, you know, I, I, I don't want to be the, you know, the sub package, you know, linebacker. I'll go to this other school and go on tape and play all three downs and show NFL scouts what I can do. And I think that has depleted their ranks. I think, you know, coaches had an entire year to get film on Trevor Lawrence. And you're That's talking the to, biggest surprise. Yep, he, you're me. talking about an immense talent. Yeah. But now that he's they're forcing him to play left handed now. Now they've got. Now they know what routes he likes to throw, where his, where the, where, where the, the ball placement and the zip on the ball, where he is the strongest, and they're, they're, they're trying to get him to, to beat him in other ways now, and he's got to adjust to that. 
And they kind of remind me a lot of the Florida State team. You know, Jameis Winston won the Heisman his redshirt freshman year, and they won the national championship, brought a lot of those guys back. The next year, they still went undefeated in the regular season, but a lot of those games, they were not impressive. And then when they got to the playoffs, Marcus Mariota and Oregon, you know, uh, pants them. And, and this Clemson team is kind of reminding me of that a little bit. That's why on Friday's Days Group, I actually predicted that they are not going to finish the season un, undefeated. And that almost happened. Three, almost yards, happened. three they, yards away from They were a 27-point favorite yeah. in that game, guys. By the way, isn't it great to see North Carolina back in those original, beautiful powder blues you know again? What? Usually your uniform takes are, are crap, but uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow, he went there. Yeah, I'm mean, very, I'm very proud you, of my status as America's self-appointed I, uniforms are. It's you, one of the things I'm most you, proud of. You actually. lost that status when you complimented Wisconsin's uh, dehydrated urine <laughs> pants <laughs> from Saturday. You know what I liked about it? I mean, I wouldn't make it like a permanent throwback alternative jersey, but as a one-time thing, them in Northwestern going back to the old school look, you know, for the 150th year, I I, I liked it as an old school thing. Like, I liked it when the Packer, your Packers first wore those brutal similarly brutal throwbacks from you know the when they brought them out in 94 for the 75th mm-hmm. year but when they have repeatedly yeah. re-upped them no that's i don't no. i hate it no like it's a commemorative throwback year thing I, you know me i like tradition okay but when but when we're not in that commemorative throwback now they're now they're just but ugly um I am selling on this not because I don't agree that Mac Brown and North Carolina had a lot to do with it but this is uh, just how we are. This eight, just a couple months ago, um, people were talking about whether Trevor Lawrence is the greatest college quarterback Urban ever. Meyer said after that. after one year, yeah, that was Urban uh, Meyer. You know, uh, before the pro football season, oh, the Browns going to win the Super Bowl. Everybody's just addicted to their hot takes. Who gave you the they, under season win, on the Browns season win total? I took that. I Although they may have yep. saved their season this last week, we'll see. But anyway, you finish your just point. Just everybody settle down. It's it. Football's hard. It it, it it's it's tough to win. Uh, consistent, consistently, even even for these guys, they uh, what? Uh, just a couple years ago, Clemson lost to Syracuse of all teams, and still made it. Just and that was not last year's Syracuse no, team no, that won ten games. Right. That team didn't even go to a bowl game, and they lost to them in the Carrier Dome. Right? Yeah. So I just I we we're so there's just sports talk twenty four seven. It leads to obnoxious, dumb, way over the top takes. So all of a sudden, you think Clemson is the man of steel. It's not, and this was just a football game, and this happens. Moving on, Chris Roman says Hillary Clinton, in some weird way, indirectly, will get Donald Trump reelected. Buy, I'll buy that. Give me the scenario that makes or, or, or the scenarios well, she's you're envisioning. Back. She's. Back for no good reason. There's no good reason she's back. Because see, here's why I'm going to buy it. I could see her. You know, in fact, this is where my contrarian sports handicapping nature is going to come into play. I think this is more likely if Elizabeth Warren is the nominee. I mean, if Elizabeth Warren wins this nomination in a crowded field, unlike four years ago where this was literally handed to Hillary Clinton, almost no one ran and her only real contender was a was a straight white male socialist Soviet and they had to game the system to stop him from beating her. Right now, Elizabeth Warren comes into this. She's a Senator from her own home state. Unlike Hillary, who had to carpet bag New York to get elected. She's a Senator from her own home state. She comes out here and beats this field without any, you know, she did get the, she has gotten the friendly fire 
or the she got the bush push if we're making college football analogies. She has certainly gotten a few bush pushes uh, from the media. We've talked about that, mm-hmm. right? But if she comes out here and and beats these this this crowded field without having I mean, she may she got help from the media. Hillary had the DNC with its thumb firmly on the freaking scale, man. All right. Machination for her, doing machinations for her in broad daylight. If she comes out here and wins without any of that kind of, you know, help. I I can't see Hillary Clinton accepting Grandma Moses Professor Emeritus status. I I I could see her coming off the sidelines and you know, almost like a little league dad. You know, used to run into this, as, you know, umpiring in youth leagues. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, you know, living vicariously. Like, I, I don't see her doing what uh, Soto's dad did last night. So excited that he had that game-winning hit, and he jumps his son. You know, no, I, I, and and okay. Anyway, good game. Now you do your thing. I'm going back in the stands. I, I could see her pulling a cranberries here. Okay, I think she's going to have to let it linger. I don't I I don't think she can stay away and watch Elizabeth Warren accomplish what she was not without does you, does this make some sense to you? Yeah, you don't know how, you don't know when, yeah. but yeah, this is it's not good. Yeah, it's I, not good. I, yeah, I I if if Elizabeth Warren's in there, I got to think she's got to figure out some way to make this about her. So I'll buy that. I'll come up with one of my own. Um, buy, sell, or hold. You do have that cranberry song stuck in your head now. I'm it was buying. it was on the very first mixtape I ever made, Amy, when we were first no, dating. I, it's stuck in my head now. I think it's well, a top five song of the 1990s, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> in other news. And I'm not just saying that because I'm wearing a pink shirt. So it's, it's a legitimately great song. Yes. <laughs> and then I mentioned I used to come up from school and watch uh, UMTV raps with Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. Chuck Gregory How'd you says, your last night, Todd? <laughs> Screw you, man. What's, what's that voice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm Robin Leach, and I don't oh, know why. Todd, what are you saying? Right. I've, I've, I'm out, and I'm free, and you do that voice where... Uh, and I don't even care. Yes, that one. That's all I heard when you I, said... I told you, uh, Sean Spicer inspired this shirt today. Yes. All right. Chuck Gregory says Silicon Valley tech companies and big banks form an alliance. Turn on Elizabeth Warren at the height of the Democratic primary next year. Well, Chuck, if you want the answer to that, if you want our takes on that, become a Blaze TV subscriber. BlazeTV.com slash days using promo code days Nice for today's overtime. Elliot Evans says the controversy over the Joker movie and its director attacking wokeness in comedy indicates that the mo- movie won't be quite as bad as it initially seemed. What are we saying bad? I mean, as much of the um, Antifa um, political yeah. statement yep. we had assumed? Yeah. Sell. Why are you selling? Because you you can hold both thoughts at the same time. We, we really, this, this movie is like all over the place now. It's like a Rorschach test. And I think it, 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 it can still be bad, just not for that reason. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about what you said last hour. And I, is it possible that one of the things, and you know, we're going to get our answers if you see the film, right? It, it, I've never really understood, as, especially as I've gotten older, what is the point about arguing about things that haven't occurred yet but are going to occur, right? right? Because if it's going to occur and we know it's going to happen, then we are, we, we'll get to actually see what something mm-hmm. is, what the result is, right? right? Okay. Um, to me, I think you argue after something has occurred about why it occurred, you know? But- is it possible that 
Phillips is really ticked off that he did make a film that ought to be their ode to joy. And then had some people come out and say, this is the, the white male loner that shoots up schools and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what, man, I made the film you wanted and you guys are oh, still yeah. kneecapping me. You know, screw you, yeah. woke. You yeah. know, I'm coming over the top rope on you now. If, totally if you, possible. If you, if you won't take yes for an answer, then I've then you know what, man, I'm I'm I've, I've got a you know I've got a lock and load here. You know, rhetorically speaking, you think that might be what's yeah. happening here a little bit? Yeah, I think Very it's impossible. Possible. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Kyle Miller says, if his orangeness ever believes he is about to be impeached, he'll point to a quarter mile of new wall, claim done, and ride off into the sunset, leaving GOP to scramble. Uh, I think we're, ta- we're talking removal because he'll fight just, the impeachment yeah. all the way. I think we, let's not let's conflate say, impeachment with a removal. Let's, let's okay? say removal. Let's make it removal. Okay. Then, then my official position again, when I am asked uh, to predict yeah. what Trump will do in the future, what is, what is my default on every one of these? No. Sell. I'm a sell on everyone. I don't, I can't possibly begin to know. I can tell you, I know this as, as well as I could know it without hearing it directly from his mouth. His great existential fear is, he, is, is that he doesn't want to be an impeached president. I can tell you that. Hmm. Trump does not ride off into the sunset, so sell. So. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Russell Rice says pumpkin spice Coke. Bye. Especially if it's caffeine-free. It's got to be caffeine-free now. I need, I need, I need caffeine-free Dr. Pepper. I need them to make that, by the way. See, I didn't realize until you brought that up, was it yesterday or the day before, that uh, that didn't exist didn't realize that maybe it does and i'm just not aware of it but anyway i'm gonna buy on the pumpkin spice coke i'm in so this sounds like new coke that didn't go well don't do it and i, I liked new coke because it tasted like pepsi now i prefer old coke to new coke but i didn't think new coke was bad i thought it was a dumb move that's, to just copy pepsi I'm, todd's about to walk out of here uh that's there's certain things what did john miller call me the other day on our show here for basic, having these kinds of takes a basic, basic. white girl yep <laughs> I'm not sure what we stand for anymore. Taco Bell's better than regular Mexican food. Only place in America where you can get gas for a dollar nineteen. Yokiero, baby. Yeah. Yokiero. Yes. We keep redefining what it means to be the ugly American right now. And I'm I'm I prayed about it. And I feel <laughs> real did. good about where I'm at right I now. I know you did. <laughs> I know. I know you did. <laughs> All right, continue, Aaron. I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, hashtag asking for a friend. Jack Hole, Mrs. Doc says Alabama will lose two games this season, and uh, they believe that's going to be to LSU and Auburn. Well, let me say this: Nick Saban has never beaten an Auburn team that had more than eight wins in a regular season. Hmm. He, every time he's played an Auburn that's team crazy. that won more than eight games in a regular season, he has lost to them every time. LSU in its first four games has scored more points than any team in SEC history in the first four games. So uh, here's the thing with Alabama. I don't think this is far-fetched. And the reason why is they're a one-dimensional team. Now, the one dimension is incredible, mm-hmm. but they're starting four freshmen on defense. Their running game is meh, you know? And, and so you don't win championships, you know, necessarily being a great fantasy football team. Ask the Buffalo Bills of the 1990s. Ask Dan Marino and all of his passing records, you know? Um, I don't think it's that far-fetched. I'm, I definitely think they're going to lose one of those two games. I'll buy. I'll Why buy. not? Why not? Why not? Here's why I'm going to buy. 
because this is the this is the this is the closest a question like this could yep. ever come to being true that we have seen so far. This and that's is, why I'm going to take a chance on it. Yes, this is not uh, out of this world yep. realm of possibility. Yep. Yeah. Bye. All righty. Moving on. Uh, Get Off My Lawn says Detroit Lions will not only make the playoffs, but they'll do so as division champions. So the Lions have the longest division title drought in American team sports. It's been since uh, 1993, a quarter, more than a quarter century since they won a division title. Um, I actually think if they make the playoffs, it's probably going to be because they won the division because the division is so hard. Meaning that I don't think we're going to see a, a 12 and 4, 11 and 5 team out of this division. You know what I'm saying? Because there's not going to be a 5 and 11 team on the bottom. This division is really good. Um, it's, I think it's the best division in the NFL right now. Now, if you have a couple more quarterback injuries, that changes. I'm not so sure the Bears aren't a better team without Mitchell Trubisky, to be honest with you. I was more impressed with Chase Daniel last year at times. Um, so it really, to me, the question, therefore, it's, it's a derivative question for me. Like, like, I don't think the Lions can go 8-7-1 because they have a tie and make the playoffs. I, I, think, I, think, I think you have to win the, uh, the, the division. So I'm going to sell. Uh, I'm going to sell only because I trust the dark magic after being nice. part of the show. Hey, you know it sucks losing your hair, right? As well as being a Detroit Lions fan. Well, Keeps can't do anything about that. Okay, but they can do something about your hair loss. A lot of uh, guys experience this because of a hormone that uh, controls it called DHT. Well, now you can get products that are FDA approved, but a generic pricing that help treat that DHT through keeps. All right. So not only will you get a product that's about 90% effective and you even see hair regrowth in a lot of guys that use this product as well, but now you'll get it at affordable prices and without ever leaving your couch. So just answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair and a licensed doctor will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door and I'll even give you a special deal right now. If you want to take advantage of this today, go to keeps.com slash stop. Keeps.com slash stop. You'll get a free online doctor consult. And if you sign up, your first month of treatments are free as well. A free doctor consult and a first month of free treatments as well. If you go to keeps.com slash stop. Again, that's keeps.com slash stop. Well, Aaron already mentioned it. We're going to stick around, do a little overtime and tackle the topic. Does big business, Democrats and big business are railing against Elizabeth Warren. Do they really mean it though? Would they really vote Trump or sit out? We're going to debate that with the overtime, blazetv.com slash dace. For the rest of you, we will see you tomorrow, noon to Eastern, right after Glenn Beck on Blaze TV Radio and Podcast. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.